Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. And we are not the pastor. And today on the show, we're going to talk about something that we're both very passionate about, and we're sure you are as well, and that's preaching. Yes. And as second men, uh, as men who are not the pastor, th- there's a couple of things we need to be aware of when we're preaching. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey, what are some mindsets that, that we should have whenever it comes to preaching as the second man? And, and also, what are some practical tips that, that we can follow, things that will help us whenever we are filling the pulpit for our pastor? We'll talk about all that and more today on Not the Pastor. Thomas, it is just you and I tonight, and I am looking forward to this conversation, looking forward to talking about preaching, preaching as the second man. And honestly, of the two of us, you've probably done this a little bit more. Um, And so I I wanted to kind of pick your brain tonight and and ask just a few questions, Uh, really just starting out, what what are you aiming for whenever it it comes to preaching whenever uh, obviously you're not preaching every single service your your pastor right. is going to be preaching but i i know for both of us there have been times when maybe for whatever reason pastor comes to you last minute or maybe you have days or weeks in advance notice to to fill the pulpit so what what is your goal what is your mindset going into situations like that where you're filling in for your pastor preaching filling the the pulpit there at, uh, at Harvest Baptist Church. Yeah. So I have, I have two, two main things that come to my mind. And of course, when we're talking about how to help our pastor with preaching, those kind of things. And I, by that, I mean, f- like filling the pulpit for him while he yes. is either there or not there. He maybe is like needing a break and is asking you to take care of it. And he's still going to be in the services or maybe mm-hmm. he's on a trip or mm-hmm. maybe he's sick. And yes. you know, all of those things are, and a gazillion more reasons why a pastor might ask somebody who's not him to preach. If I can help him in that way, some of the two things that come to my mind are be ready when he Mm. asks you Mm -hmm. and stay in your lane. Those are the two things I want to just kind of talk about when it comes to that. I guess the first thing to kind of just make sure we're on the same page and understand, I know, I know the, the heart and mindset behind most people that are in a second guy role, right? So the youth pastor or the the assistant pastor or the deacon who's stepping up to preach in this situation. I think it's so important for all of us to remember that we are there working with, but also for Mm -hmm. the guy who got put in charge of that church. So I was, I was hired to be a help to him. He certainly was not like, I didn't hire him to be a help to me. He hired me to be a help to him. And, and so when I'm standing up to preach, certainly I'm standing there and wanting to communicate the word of God. And so I'm standing yes. in for God Almighty. And that's a huge and terrifying yes. responsibility, but maybe not on par with that, but something that should at least be in my mind is I'm mm-hmm. also standing there in the place of the person that God called to minister yeah. to that flock. Yeah. So he didn't call me to be the pastor to Harvest Baptist Church. He called George Lemus right. to be the pastor there. Right. And so if I'm standing up to preach, I am, I, I'm taking over the role and responsibility that God has given to him. And so I need to handle that with care. So you're kind of representing him too. Exactly. You're, you're, you're reflecting on your pastor as well. Yeah. yeah so absolutely. that's huge. Yep. Yeah. I, I kind of think about it like if I let you watch my kids, 
right? Yes. I, I want you to take care of them yeah. in a way that would be similar to how yes. I would take care of them. If I, if I don't let them go play in the street, I would hope you don't let them go play in the street, right? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I want something, something similar there. And so in the same way God has given my pastor the role and responsibility and the like the the burden in many ways of ministering to Harvest Baptist Church to leading that congregation that flock and if he lets me be a part of that then it's so important that I don't take that trust for granted and so I, yes. I just start there yeah. and make sure that we're all kind of on the same page that's where I'm coming from and, and so then jumping into then that first idea that first thought that when I'm asked to be ready to be to, mm-hmm. to be the guy that can be the help that can always be ready to step up when that when that call comes yeah and so as the associate pastor as the youth pastor and when when i get to step up and be the guy that then stands in front of the congregation and gets to preach the word of god that that happens for a ton of reasons right and so it could be that my pastor's sick and that mm-hmm. he came down with a stomach flu at 11:30 Sunday morning so he made it through the morning service but just barely yeah. and he's on his way out the door hey man I really need you to take care of tonight can you do that yeah. and yeah. there's situations like that or there's situations where it's more like hey I'm going to be gone 6 months from now put that on your calendar you're preaching that yeah. week and there's those kind of things yeah and so being ready is really going to it maybe will be different depending on your yes. pastor's temper, temperament or your his personality a little bit. My pastor's a little bit more relaxed. And so we don't have every single thing on the calendar until a little bit closer. So for me, being right. ready might mean that I have a week to be prepared where it might be a little bit different for somebody else. Yep. And a last minute for someone else might be, you know, a two weeks out and that's right. last minute comparatively right. to what they would normally do. And so it just depends. So ready, ready looks different for pro- different right. situations. Yeah. How, how ready you need to be. Yep. So for me, knowing that my pastor <clears throat> could call on me today and <clears throat> asking me to be ready for Sunday night, that, yep. that's not without precedent. And I'm like, going to be clear. I'm not complaining about it. I love it. I love being, yeah. I love preaching and we'll take every single opportunity, um, which we will talk about in a minute, but sure. I want him to ask me every time. And so yes. That means I need to have something that could be ready in with what I have going on, but I need to have something that can be polished and ready to go within, you know, five or six hours of time that, that, that means I'm probably not starting from scratch. I probably have a, in fact, I do have a list of things that I've gone through in my Bible reading. I have, some of them are more, more prepared than others, but some of it is just a, the passage that I read and a, main thought that I thought, man, that, that probably is the main idea there. That passage, I could probably like, that's, and I need to work on it a little bit more. I need to think about it some more, I need to do some dig in study, but that's a, a good direction to get me started there. And then as God has illuminated that to me in my devotions, then yes. I'm already doing some of the hard work, right? I'm not sitting there like, Oh man, he, he asked me to preach. He's really sick. I need to do, get something ready. Well, scrambling through my Bible. There's got to be something yeah. in here worth preaching about, right? Yeah. So, so kind of reading between the lines that there, then Thomas, are you basically, do you have, as you're doing your devotions or, you know, different studying, 
and you come across one of those ideas where the Holy Spirit just kind of lays it on your heart oh, and yeah. illuminates it for you. Are, are you then like taking those that that passes or scripture and maybe a couple of notes about it or, you know, your main idea that you're getting from that and basically keeping a running like an actual running list of those like a document somewhere? Yeah. So I, I do um, sticky notes and okay. Um, okay. I, have a, I have a Bible that I use just for preaching. And so I have, oh, it has a very okay. wide margin and yeah. I will jot down the sticky notes and uh, put those sticky notes in that wide margin of the Bible there. And so when, and that just pairs that passage up with that, my thought Got there. It. And so that's also the Bible that's open on my desk most of the time at the church office. And so I've in and out of that Bible all the time. And so it works for me, but I've absolutely have a document on my computer that I've used yeah. in the times past. I've had an actual physical notebook that I've jotted those things down with just right now the sticky note method works at the moment yeah so. yeah but basically you've got a you've got a, a main hub somewhere that yep. those ideas are they're not just yep. like floating around in your mind yeah. and eventually no, I, forgotten. I, yeah i forget them if they if i don't yeah, write it down exactly. i will i will forget it yep and yeah, so absolutely and i found this to be true there have been seasons where my pastor has been through health difficulties and so he would need a little bit more help as far as pulpit supply. And I am so glad that he feels like he can rely on me for that. And so I'm happy about that always. But there there have been some times where I used the message that was ready and then Mm -hmm. used the one that I was working on and was left with, I don't have anything left. I'm scrambling here at the last minute trying to get it done. And what I came away from those times with that I, I can help my pastor in these moments by being ready to preach when he calls on me to preach. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's something he's talked to me about over and over and over again from the time that we first, like the time I first got there, one of the very first pieces of advice he gave me is always have something ready, have a message in the back of your Bible. You go preach or you go out on a vacation, have something you'll get called on sometimes those, those things happen. And so I've tried to then take that to heart. And when I'm talking about harvest specifically, I always want to have something that's fresh and something that God's Mm -hmm. been working on me about. That's the goal is that God, I'm hearing from God and then uh, have something that I can communicate to them about. Yeah. Good. Good. I like it. So always be ready. Yeah. Yeah. So the the second idea there, we're talking about philosophy, about how to help your pastor with preaching. I stole this from somewhere and I don't remember where, but the idea of staying in your lane. Yeah. Let's unpack that. What do you, what do you mean by that? I like that. I've been hired to be a help to Mm -hmm. my pastor, right? I mean, maybe, maybe you haven't been hired. I don't know. There's worked as a volunteer there for a lot of years before I got paid to do that. But regardless, the point is the same. I'm there not as the pastor, but as not the pastor. I mean, there is somebody who's, who's been called to be a part of that ministry and a part of that service. So when I say stay in my lane, I mean, don't try to be the pastor. There you go. Yeah. Stay with what I've been given to do. So that means a couple of thoughts here that I just thinking about is I'm not preaching to fix all the problems. That's, that's yeah. not my job to uh, guys have talked about it and you know, different people use different terminology, but one that maybe is familiar to many people is like the shearing the sheep, right? If they got to go in there yeah. and really, you know, take care of an issue, man, that is not my job. No, I, that's, that's no. it. Uh, that's my pastor's job. But I've also seen a time or two where a guy will get up and he'll preach, but all he's really preaching is his like favorite topic or his personal agenda. He's like trying to wiggle in some extra money over here. He's trying to create a little, an idea over there, or he's just preaching his own like hobby horse. He just really loves this. Then he wants to talk about whatever this is. And so, and so, man, I'm not preaching to fix problems. 
I mean, I, I, I want people to change. And if we're talking about what the passage that God has in front of us, I, I want to deal with that, but I don't want to, I don't want to prepare a message with, I'm going to get that guy today. Like he's really yeah. going to, he, yep. he, he better be listening. Cause I'm coming for him. Like yeah. that's, I mean, that's wicked probably no matter what and no matter yeah. like whether you're the pastor or not, maybe, but yeah. certainly it is not my job. Certainly yeah, it's not my you're job. You're going to make messes for your, that then your pastor has to come and clean up. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So when I say stay in my lane or stay in your lane, I mean, don't preach at that specific issue or that specific talk, topic. Let, let yeah. God do the work of those things. I, I, I also don't mean be soft or don't uh, confront sure. issue. Yeah. Right. But there's a difference coming. And I think preachers understand it. Guys that have taken the time to prepare messages, understand the difference between, man, this guy hurt my feelings this week. Let yeah. me get them. You're right. Yeah. Or I, I, I noticed that those people are really having a trouble over there. So I'm going to fix it for them. If they'll only listen, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to, trying to stay away from all of that and yeah. let Jesus work on me. And as he works on me, then I can honestly, and without, without hesitation, preach the word of God. Yeah, no, that's good. Appreciate also, that. yeah, I also don't want, I don't want to say anything that my pastor wouldn't say. So if there's words your pastor doesn't use, uh, whatever they are, stupid is the one that's kind of gets joked about sometimes in services or whatever. But if there's a words that your pastor doesn't use when he's preaching, then it's probably not your like not your place then to like introduce or stay on the the edge of appropriateness. Like let's just stay yeah. away from all of that. If your pastor wouldn't say it, then best you not say it either. Yeah. When I'm up there preaching, I want my pastor to be able to say amen. <laughs> right. what I, I never oh, want to be good, looking yeah. over at him and have him have that face, yes. you know, you know, yeah. the, the face. Uh, yep. uh, oh boy. I, yep. I said it. Oh you yeah. Know, you always want your pastor to be yeah. able to be one yep. of the ones who's out there saying, assuming they're in the, in the congregation right. that yes. Sunday and not on vacation yeah. or something. Well, and in this season of live stream, He's going to uh, hear it anyway. So you, you, you best be careful. <laughs> so, yeah. So definitely want to, um, I definitely want to make sure that what I'm saying is appropriate and right. And, yeah. and I think we all do, but sometimes I get in the moment and there's things I would, I would joke about with teenagers because it's a little serious, maybe, or a little bit more comfortable, smaller setting. Right. And I, I, I just wouldn't, my pastor wouldn't not be okay with me making those kind of same, I'm not talking about anything right. wicked or evil. I'm yeah. talking about, it was a little less reverent maybe. Right. And yeah. in those situations, I definitely needed to make sure that I was deferring to where he would be, not where right. I thought was okay. Yeah. yeah. If, if there's any doubt, just don't say yeah. it. Yep. Don't That's it. To. Yep. Or you'll get the look and I've had the look yeah. a <laughs> couple of times. The, the look. <laughs> yeah. The yep. One. I've been there. Yep. <laughs> like, Oh, we're going to talk about that one later. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll be yep. sitting on the other side of his desk here in a little bit. So the, the next thing when thinking about staying in my lane is I want to make sure that my pastor looks good as much as is possible. And so mm. it would just never be appropriate for my yeah. pastor to be the bad guy in my yeah. stories or illustrations. It's just not, I mean, ethically, there's some issues there, yeah. but and just really poor form. If yeah. he's given me the opportunity to preach at his pulpit and I understand again, I made the clarifying statement already. Like we're communicating for God there, but yeah. it's still his responsibility to, to fill that pulpit. And if I'm up there then poking fun at, or yes. being disrespectful to, or somehow making him the, like the butt of the jokes, right. man, that, that's just not appropriate. And right. I suppose there could be a situation maybe where you could have some fun, but, 
man, you got to be so careful that as much as is possible, I think it's so important for me as the second guy to be able to hold my pastor up and say, look at how awesome he is. We're, yeah. we're so glad that I get to serve with him. And if he can be the hero in those illustrations, yeah. that man, that's a, that's a ticket, not only to get in some good graces and score some brownie points maybe, but also yeah. just like, that's just good, like servant leadership to be able to say, ah, I have this opportunity, but look at the guy who would normally be here. I'm so glad to to come behind and I don't have to tell you this because you have a pastor that tells you like to preach the word of God for you already. And those kind of things, yeah. like never calling into question what his job is or what he does. Yeah. And but I, I don't know that I need to say this, but it would just never be right and never be appropriate for us as the second guy to make some kind of like sneaky move while you're mm-hmm. like trying to preach and like lay a foundation for some kind of like takeover or, yeah. Oh yeah, we're pastors out of town again. And so, but you know, he, he's probably getting ready to retire or something like that. And yeah. like somehow like make the, make the point or I'm going to push him out and these people are going to appreciate me more yeah. and pulling that Absalom to David yeah. and like, yeah, that's oh, exactly what I was thinking. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And that's just, I mean, first of all, you're just not going to have the blessing of God on no. your ministry and life there and in for a world of hurt. If we're looking at Absalom as the example, yeah. my goodness, yeah. that was an awful situation. Yeah. But it's, it's probably going to come back and hurt you. It's nothing yeah. else. Right. Just make it, you look bad. Yep. And so I, I, I would hope that guys that are listening to this podcast would have that kind of a mindset already. But I think yeah. it's important for us just to make sure and check ourselves. Yep. Am I saying this is what I'm saying here? Is that a help prop up to my pastor? Or am yeah. I in even subtle ways trying to undermine authority? Yeah. And then if we, we want him, we, we want the man who got us called to that place to yeah. be the guy that people look up to the guy that people respect. We, we want to do everything we can to make yes. him look good. That's, that, that's like part of what I look at as my job. And so staying yeah. in my lane means I'm not taking over that. Well, and as well to communicate to the church family that there's unity there, yes. that, that you and your pastor, that the the leadership team yes. is on the same page. That's, That's just going to be good for yep. the church family too. Yep. So I, I, I appreciate you, you mentioning that specifically. My last point kind of goes to that issue of unity. And if there's something you disagree with, your pastor mm-hmm. preaches and that's the, that's what he does. Then staying in your lane means you're not up there trying to fix or correct no. his, and I'm using air quotes, false doctrine, right? right. Like yeah. if he teaches and believes tithing is the right way to give, and you are very sure that some form of grace giving mm-hmm. is the right way. Well then by golly, keep your mouth shut and preach about something different. He's like, the boss. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. Yeah. You can go to church and love Jesus and work under a guy who mm-hmm. you disagree with on some some points. And yeah. I, I'm not talking about like whether there was a virgin birth or whether Jesus's yeah. blood yeah. atones for sin, right? I'm not talking about yeah, stuff for like that. clarifying there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm talking about stuff like, well, is the church has always taught and believed in closed communion, but you're okay with close. Then, yeah. well, you can submit there and yeah. not make that a big deal and and if it's a big deal, go be the pastor somewhere else. Like, exactly. You can yeah. you can be not the pastor there, but the pastor somewhere else. Go do that. So, so Thomas, could could we disagree with our pastors on dress standards? Sure, you could, and keep our mouth shut about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that would absolutely be a I thing that I you could. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I don't think that's something you need to leave the church about. <laughs> probably. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, music style is in that. Like all kinds yeah. of things that like yeah. and. and 
we talked, uh, we've already mentioned that we think God called the pastor there. I mean, yes. I, I, I honestly believe that God has George Lemus for Harvest Baptist Church else George Lemus wouldn't be there. Yeah. <laughs> like he, the like God is totally capable of handling whatever he wants to handle. He can move people and do whatever he wants there. But George Lemus is the pastor at Harvest Baptist yep. Church. If he wants there to be a dress standard there that I don't like, who cares? Yeah. He's the guy that has to give an account for that church. And the pulpit that isn't the time to take care of that. There it is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You can have a conversation with him and exactly. you can have a conversation the about right that. Way. And if you want to close the door and you want to have the you want to talk it out and whatever that's between you and him and jesus and you guys can work that out in yes. his office on tuesday yeah let's not do that on sunday at 11 o'clock when you're again blindside with live stream. yeah again yeah. yeah live stream yeah no 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 yeah it's staying in your lane means you're not correcting the doctrine it's just there not you your go. job yeah yep yeah so, uh, so like it. that's my my philosophy about being ready and how to how we help our pastor is yeah i mean obviously there's more we could talk about I mean, a zillion other things we could t- address but when we're talking about preaching those are some things that i keep in mind and try to try to keep in mind every time i get up to preach yeah so being ready i mean always always saying yes <laughs> unless there's just yes. some rare rare occasion yeah. just i mean always being ready to to cover the pulpit, staying yeah. in your lane, not, I mean, being unified, they're not, not causing yeah. issues, using the pulpit for, for your hobby horse, staying in your lane. so much for joining us today on not the pastor hope that the episode today was a help to you next week we're going to continue with this conversation and we're going to talk about some hopefully really practical ways that you can preach as a second man and do that in a way that would be a help and a blessing to your pastor but also some tips and tricks along the way to do that well so you tune in next week for that we would love to hear from you this week on our facebook page though facebook.com backslash not the pastor and then we would love it if you would take time to rate and review us on itunes you leave those five star ratings and that helps us get this podcast in front of more listeners more people can enjoy the content that you enjoy every single week until next week we are not the pastor